0: No, don't give me any more biscuits. I've a bloody biscuits, <laughs> son. <laughs> no, that's quite enough. Right, and you'll put the calls. There's no bother, right? That's fine. Oh, this a uh, thing's coming away for these headphones. <gasps> that wasn't me. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna go here. Right, off we go. Whenever you're ready, son. Uh huh. Mhm. Do you ever hear the like a yawn? I know. Well, this is it. I'll have a carry on. Uh-huh, right enough, Margaret. but what can you do? Tell you what, missus, there's only one thing to say. Whether it's problems in love or a heavy workload, if you're feuding with your sister or her across the road, just give me a shout and we'll work it out. Ask Janice. Yes, my darlings, hello and welcome along to Ask Janice on Clydebank Community Radio. You're back with us. Welcome, thanks for joining me. I'm getting quite a dab hand at this, do you know what I mean? I feel quite comfortable in this chair here, um, and I'm not going to have any more coffee. Matthews offered me another coffee, and I've said, no, that's quite enough, and certainly no more biscuits. Honestly, oh my god, I'm fleeing half my nut, as they say, with <laughs> too many coffees. I'll just try a wee glass of water here and see, see if I can calm myself down to a frenzy. So... We've got lots of uh, calls, lots of people looking for advice this week. As you know, that's what it's all about. Uh, we're here every week, a wee half hour show, giving you the best advice I can give you, you know. And let me remind you, as I've often said, I'm not a therapist. Um I, I don't I don't have any training in these things. Got um, the calls here. You know, and obviously I do work in the surgery, as you know, but that doesn't make me uh, ...medically trained and psych- psychologically, psychiatrically trained at all. This is about me telling you what I think, you know. And you can take it or leave it. That's what I've always said. I said that to Margaret as well. If you tell me about what's going on in your life... ...and, and I tell you what I think you should do about it... ...or what I think about it... You, ...you don't need to take it. You can take or leave advice. You know what I mean? That is up to you. Um, My side of the street in this instance is you phone me up, you tell me what's happening and I'll tell you what I think and it's up to you what you do with that. As I say, the ne- that's the next bit. The next bit is up to you. Uh, but do phone up and let me know what's happening with you um, and you can also get in contact with the various, I know you are all into the, all the social media. Matthew's got it all set up. I don't look at it but he prints it out for me and shows me it. Um, so I see yous have all been writing in some of you on Twitter and on Instagram we've got a load of questions this week as well so you can do that if you want um, but you can also phone and you phone this number 01412805141 Anytime any time of the day or night remember you don't need to give your real name or anything you can just leave a message because you don't need to talk to him it's just a voicemail and then we listen back to it uh, but obviously if you're phoning up you're giving us permission to use your voice and things on the programme um, but you don't need to do that you can contact us via social media as these people have done and I've got some of them Right. we will type to it here. Um, look, before we get into this, i just need to say. It, it seems to me that this this program is maybe taking shape in a different way than I thought it would. Some of these questions, <laughs> some some of these questions, are no exactly um, advice as such. They're mere opinion. Some of them are. There's a few of them are a wee bit below the belt, and we'll get to that in a minute. The first question comes in. Janice, where would you put a collar on a giraffe? (laughs) Would you put it at the top of its neck, you know, near its face? Or would you put it at the bottom, where its neck meets its body? Now, my policy, I don't have a policy on giraffes, by the way, before you ask, um, but my policy with this question business is to take everything at face value. So, despite the fact that there's every chance this person is taking the mickey out of me, I'm going to answer this question and I'll tell you what I think. I think there's there's a couple of things in, in play here. I'd like to talk about them. The first thing I would ask is what are we are we making an assumption here? Are are we are we putting a giraffe into the category of animals that we should be able to pit on a leash? And a, and the next question that follows on for that for me logically is why? You know, a giraffe is as far as I know an African mammal, a, a jungle dwelling Mam, was it jungle? I don't know. No, savanna, right? But this is a this is a to me an exotic creature. So why you would even consider putting a collar on something like that? It's not as if you're taking for a walk, and leave it tied up outside Tesco's. Do you know what I mean? Um, There's not enough salad in Tesco's to keep that thing going for an afternoon. So my first question is: Have you been watching too much of that Joe Exotic? Because We've all got ideas in our head now that we're wanting, you know, we're going to have snakes. That that The boy in Greenock, you saw that. I was talking about it. We're all trying to get exotic animals where they shouldn't be, where they don't belong, right? So, really my first bit of advice is, see the idea about getting a collar on a giraffe? Get it out of your head right now because it's not happening. Leave a giraffe to lane. You see, we need to leave things be. Let go and let them get on with it, right? Having said that, it's a hypothetical question as I understand it. Now, the point of the collar, if you think about it, is not for it to be near the face of the animal, but it to be accessible to the the person or creature. <laughs> Try to wrangle the animal, which I'd rather we did in the day, right? But with that being said, of course you might put the collar nearer the ground. Because, say you are just in a mad, crazy world, <laughs> taking this giraffe for a bloody walk, right? You want not be able to hold a leash attached to a collar that's what call is for isn't it or for a name tag or something you know you would pick your mobile number on it if if this giraffe is found do you know what I mean wandering about the precinct give me a call 01412805141 see if I get a load of calls now oh, Janice I think you've lost your giraffe the brass neck here. Um. so aye the collar would need to be nearer the ground so that the people can if there's a person holding it the leash that's where they can hold it you see it's not for the giraffe's benefit. This is not a vanity thing. A collar is no is no like a bow tie for a dog. Do you see what I mean? It is for an owner. It's not for a dog. It's for the owner's benefit. To, obviously, to benefit the dog in the long run. What am I talking about? See, this is what happens. I take the question serious. Um, also, a lot of questions about vaccines for various people. Um, can we get them at the surgery? The answer is, of course, at this point, no. We have specific places set up for that. Um so don't phone your surgery asking about vaccines there's websites and phone numbers and things about that you will get your letter you see so the people that are phoning up the surgery really should be phoning about medical conditions that are not related to the coronavirus all right Uh, it does say that in the automated uh, thing when you phone up i've said that to many people and not all of you are going to be patients at the surgery i work at but i'm sure the policy is the same across the country we are not dealing with coronavirus cases We've said it time and time again. So I don't know how he made that any clearer to you. Um, can I get the vaccine done as a wee homer? How would I go about that? See, now this this concerns me, I'll tell you. Was that Mook that wrote that? I think that was my pal Mook. Um, he was asking about the vaccine anyway. Can we get it done as a homer? This is everything that's wrong. This is people wanting to jump the queue. You see? And this is what happens when you privatise healthcare. Is people think, well, I've got enough money. I'll go to the front of the queue. When, when you live in what's called a meritocracy, you see, when people, the people who've got mayor, who've done mayor and all the rest of it, are the people who come out on top. And sadly, that is that is often the case with this society. But I, I tell you where it doesn't work is NHS. And that is something to be proud of. That's my opinion, take it or leave it. Um, but no, you can't get the vaccine done as a wee homer. Unless, of course, you did go private and I'm sure there's ways around that. And if that's what you want today, good luck to you. But for me, that's no the way. I believe in our National Health Service. I really do. And for it's that's listening to this, if, if, if I can only imagine if anybody's listening to this, there's no, in the, the United Kingdom at the moment, well, <laughs> first my question would be, why the hell are you listening <laughs> to me on Climb Bike Radio? But good luck to you. If you are, you know, welcome. Everybody's welcome to listen to this because I believe the pit as I was saying, they've got tapes that you can get it on the internet and that. Anyway, I'm sure a vaccine situation is different in different places, and not every country has a National Health Service, and and for that reason I think we're very fortunate. Uh, You know, all other political aspects aside. So no, uh, in my humble opinion, you can't get a vaccine on a wee homer, you can't get a wee cheeky vaccine, you can't skip the queue, you can't come at the surgery before everybody else, you can't get one that's going spare, you wait your turn. That is my opinion, and I will stick to it, I believe in it very firmly. Will you be watching Wrestlemania? I'm just reading out questions now. No, I don't, I, you know, I don't in for any of that. Or, um, you know, if, if I want to see people uh, pretending to fight, you know what I mean? You can walk up Sucker Hall Street three in the morning any time you like, and I wouldn't do that either. Um, no, but if you enjoy that, that's marvellous. I think everybody's different. It wouldn't be any use to me at all. Connor used to watch it when he was wee. He had a video, um, SummerSlam, it was cried and oh he loved it but he watched it every time as if the outcome was going to be different you know what I mean he's got to it on video I said son you've seen it a four year you're going to know you know what I mean Hulk the Hulk wins it or something whatever he was called anyway um, that was the thing so no no for me somebody's asking for a tip in the Grand National I think that might have been passed already is it no I don't know look let's go to the phones Matthew who have we got on the phones
1: hiya Janice it's uh, Brian here uh, my boy put me on to your show um, he's been he's been enjoying it, so uh, I asked him this question the other day, and he, he says, "I don't know, Dad, but uh, that's really a good question." He put on this this Janice program, so he gave me the number. So, what it is, we were talking about holidays and how how we missed out on we going abroad last year, you know, with the lockdown, and then the way it's going with the vaccines and that this year, to be honest, it's it's looking like it's going to be a caravan, Janice, and uh, I've made my peace with it. So, but what it is, see, when we get back to normal holidays and that you know, you're all-inclusive. I read a thing the other day that said uh, when it comes to just how we'll be living in the world with COVID, after COVID, because COVID will still be out there, we're not just going to get rid of it. Um, it. It said there's not going to be such a thing as a breakfast buffet anymore. See, in your hotels, you're all-inclusive. It's probably not going to be a thing just because of the amount of germs and stuff. So I'm just I'm just trying to make my peace with this and wondering, like, see, being an all-inclusive without a breakfast buffet, is it even worth it do you think cheers Janice cheers
0: thank you very much for your call Um this is uh, I empathise with this boy because see one of the things we've done all inclusives a number of times and he's right there is there's great joy in that if you go to a good one the breakfast you get in and it's all laid out and you can have all different things it's great it is marvellous but let me tell you this. Let me tell you this, Brian. I want you. I want you to reframe. This is my advice to you: is to reframe. What for me is the finest part of that breakfast is the parts that you get made to order. Everybody loves it. You go up to the pancake station, and they do the pancakes for you. The omelets. You know, stations. This is what it's all. It's all about stations, right? So, I'm telling you, that's no lying out. And that's no subject to the same problems as the stuff that's bits of, all bits of ham and all that's lying out. So, I'm thinking, if you think about it this way, a, a breakfast where you order bits and bobs, in the same way, you, they just don't have all the other stuff lying out. To me, the ordered stuff is still the best. And I think one of the joys about the breakfast buffet is not so much the fact that you're walking about picking things up, it's the fact that you've paid for it already and you're not thinking about it. Oh, this is mounting up, and I'm going to, this is going to cost me £15 and all that. Right? That's, I mean, you might think I'm wrong here, but I'm telling you what, the thing for me about uh, uh, any kind of all-inclusive food is no the fact that I'm wandering about the place with a tray, like somebody in a canteen. That does not have any appeal to me, son. What appeals to me is the fact that I've already dealt with it all. I'm not looking at the prices and all that. I'm just... I've got my week and my two weeks where I'm no worried about all that. That's all paid. And I just have whatever I fancy. So to me, you can still get a lot of that experience even if it's no in a buffet style. And there's a lot to be said for stuff getting made to order as well because some think of some of the drawbacks of the buffet. Do you ever go to the China Buffet King? Marvellous when it's all fresh. But see when it get, when it's lying there, even half an hour, you, you don't want to. You want to avoid that. Not good for you. COVID or no COVID, son? Do you know what I mean? So I would say to you, carry on. Carry on with your all-inclusive because I think you will find that the breakfast, far from being um, nullified by the thingby, the problems, and taken away for you, it's actually going to be improved. You're going to be pleasantly surprised. It's still going to be the highlight of your day. You'll get loaded up on the breakfast, but it'll be made to order and it'll be even more special for you, son. I wish you luck. I hope you have a nice holiday when you can get one. But as you say, if it's a caravan, it's a caravan. If you get the good weather, caravan's fine, you know. Anyway, Brian, thanks for calling the show. Matthew, uh, have you got an one? Are you alright? It's fine. Matthew does work on one Mairn, this show. He works for Clydebank Community Radio. Doing all different things. Didn't you, son? So, he's a very busy boy and he looks tired today. Don't worry, son, you take it easy. We're nearly there. Well, we're halfway through. through. Let's have another call, Matthew. On you go.
2: I've been loving your show the past couple of weeks, Uh, excited for it to go on, it's helping me get through. Uh, I've got a wee bit of big news, I stopped smoking, uh, had my last cigarette two nights ago now, Uh, and actually it's been all right. I've had a couple of wee cravings here and there, Uh, a wee bit kind of foggy in that yesterday, but hi, nothing major, nothing major, and as you can probably hear from the birdsong, I'm out in the park and it's lovely. Anyway, my question is... uh, you know, you, you hear people who say, oh, I quit smoking 20 years ago and I still, every, not a day goes by, I don't think I'd like a cigarette or, you know, I've quit before and I've been months in and you go on holiday and it's sunny and people are smoking around you and you think, oh, I could I could do a cigarette now. Do you know, does that ever go away or is it a situation where, uh, you know, when that monster is in you, that nicotine addiction, it it never goes away? I suppose that's, that's my biggest worry and, and that's my question. Will will I ever stop having cravings for cigarettes? Thanks,
0: Tony. Thank you. Oh Matt son, thank you very much for calling. It was lovely to hear for you. Um and congratulations. That is no mean feat giving up the fags, you know. Um let me tell you, I've never I've never really gone in for that at all. Um and funny enough, near did Frank. So I don't have any personal experience to share with you. Um but I agree with you. I've heard people say that years and years down the line you know <sighs> there's no a day goes by when I don't think about having that smoke you know um, and you're right you go on your holidays and everybody's having a smoke or you have a drink and all that you hear about it all the time and then there's all these people oh, I don't smoke but I smoke and I drink or oh, I don't smoke but I don't as long as I don't buy my own <laughs> that's some deal that ain't it I don't eat fish and chips as long as I don't need to buy them. Aye, brilliant. Um, so, anyway, listen, I'll tell you what, Matt. This is my belief and it's my belief about anything addictive. See the second you take that first wee draw. That's it. Game over. So the trick is to no day it. I know that sounds so simple and so silly, but see any part of your head that says I can do this, I'll just have one. I'm telling you, I've seen many people with that and with other things, and you know, with, with a, a brother-in-law of mine, um, or my my brother-in-law's uh, sister, which is confusing. She was a she was an alcoholic, and um, she told me all about it. And it was it was the today with that taking that drink the first time when your head says to you, "I can't bother." Do you know what I mean? So when you're on your holiday, son, or whatever, and you just think, oh, "I'll have I'll have one," or "I'll just have a wee draw," that's the fatal bit. That's where it's going to go wrong, because we can't if we're addicted to something. Even years down the line, that's what I've picked up over the years. Again, no medical advice. I'm not giving you medical advice, and I'm also not sharing experience because I, I've never been a smoker. But I've heard you. I've heard you say about your your own experience there, and I would be very wary of just thinking I'll just have the one. That's what I would be wary of, son. Very careful, um, and keep going. You're doing great. You know, I'll be your cheerleader, son. I think that's marvellous. Anybody that can do anything like that, especially at this time. It's a difficult time for all of us, and we're all leaning on whatever it is, our our crutches, as it were. You know, and you're you're doing the same, but you're actually managing to, you know, work on that stuff. Absolutely brilliant. So very, very proud of you, Matt. Well done. Keep going, that's all I can say. And you call me again and tell me how you're getting on. But don't have one. Don't have one. There's no such thing as one cigarette. That's what I would... That's my takeaway for this episode. <laughs> and I hope it's your son. Right. Now, we need to remind you, don't we? How do you get in touch with this show? It's very simple. Give me a ring anytime you like. 0141 280 5141 0141 280 5141 0141 280 5141 Thank you very much for listening. You're listening to Ask Janice on Clydebank Community Radio and thanks for joining us it's a nice way I hope to spend half an hour of your day whatever you're up to Um, and thanks for all the people that are getting in touch you know in all different ways as I say you can phone us up you can also get us on the the social media uh, which again I don't understand but Matthew's keeping us right he's got it all uh, thing. so we've got one more call and then we've got a couple more wee bits of advice uh, people have written in way as well so now what I'd like to do is here just that I'm going to take that last call And now Jack I'm not going to go to the the Twitter one I want to do the phone call put it on the new son
1: alright Janice it's Jack McDonald here for the G-Biles
2: I need my home can you help me
0: Jack listen son first of all there's something going on here for the G-what if you I I don't want any mention of any affiliations here is is that today we're a gang or something because I'm not I wouldn't be I don't want to be promoting anything like that on here so please don't bring that we're not interested in that on this programme thank you Jack thank you for phoning listen as much as I want to I want to say to you don't be putting that in my programme but I've played it so let's address it it's not that kind of show is it son saying that kind of stuff (sighs) But I decided to play it because I wanted to talk about it. Let's try and um, take the sting out of that because I don't think it, I, I thought I didn't think it was that kind of program we were trying to make here. But let's imagine that Jack has worded that differently because we had a, a couple of weeks ago we had a boy saying, um, and by the way, don't think I've not noticed there's a lot of boys phoning. With a with a boy saying, you know. He, He's no been dating during the lockdown and how should he get back out there? And you could say that that was the same question that Jack's just asked. Apart from he's it you know what I mean? A bit cruder, you know? But look, Jack, let's be honest. We've all got needs. We've all got wants. Desires drives. I don't deny it. It would be silly of me to deny that, son. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you thought... I was going to about it. <laughs> I don't think you would be wanting me. <laughs> so listen, look, oh, I'm I'm half joking with you, son. I'm just saying uh, I didn't expect it. That's what I'm saying. Um, look, there's many people that satisfy these desires without uh, getting involved with people in, in um, you know, mutually agreeable ways. And that is good. What we have to be clear about is... Are we all on the same page? Obviously, it goes without saying that consent is very important. But also, um, mutual respect, you see? And um, being absolutely clear, honest and upfront. Here we come back to the old Janice thing, don't we? Open and honest communication, son. So, if there's somebody you get got an eye on, and that's the way you think it's going, you can respectfully uh, and, and clearly... Speak to them about it. You can open a dialogue, as they say. Um, but what else can you do? You can only be honest and open with folk. You know? Um, it sounds to me like you're not talking about relationships you know, in the longer term sense. You're talking about immediate satisfaction of desires. And I would just say to you, just watch. You know what I mean? Make sure that the very top thing in your priority list is respect and communication with other people. You know? And we can all we can all get up to all sorts and have a great old laugh as long as we're all being honest and open with each other, respectful, respecting each other's boundaries. That's the big thing they talk about now, isn't it? Boundaries. We didn't call it that back in our day, but it's it's the same. It's different paths up the same mountain sun. Well, it's true. We've all got boundaries. We've all got a, a, a line that we're willing to cross, and as long as we're aware with the people we're interacting with what these lines are, and we all respect each other's, then listen... We can have a great old time, can't we? We can all get on great. We can all have different experiences and do whatever. So, son, I don't know specifically what to tell you. I don't have any secrets. My only secret is open and honest communication. And I want to uh, urge you to to live by that, you know, because it sounds, uh, (laughs) it's quite uh, blunt the way you've put it. And I would just urge you to make sure that you're being kind uh, and gentle about it. When you're going about these kind of interactions with people. And I'm sure you are. I've got no doubt about it at all, son. Because anybody that's listening to this program, you kinda be you 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 wouldn't be a complete numpty, I would hope. (laughs) I'd like to think that the people that listen to this program are good, good hearted people. I believe in the genuine, you know, decency of the majority of people, and I'm sure you fall in that category, son. So listen, I wish you well. I hope that you get what you're looking for, and I hope that it comes with a. the utmost of respect and uh, and kindness and, and clarity of feeling between you and whoever you're interacting with. All the best with that. I wish you well. Now, we're nearly at the end of our wee program here. I've got a couple more. Oh no, it's just one mayor. Somebody wrote in, what is it? Oh, excuse me. Um, I fell off my bike, she says, Valerie. I fell off my bike and I've ended up with panda eyes, how do you hide them? Now, forgive me for being cynical, but sometimes when people uh, have black eyes, it makes you wonder, doesn't it? We've all experienced this, especially a lady, you know? If a female comes into the work and she's got black eye, one or two, you do immediately, it causes concern, that's what I'm saying. That's I'm not saying that's you, Valerie. And, uh, you know, we take everything at face value. But what I'm saying is, the first thing that pops into your head, is she alright? Is there something going on? Is someone uh, treating this person in a way that they shouldn't be treated? Right? And we have to be... There's, there's a good reason for being vigilant about that. We've got a lot of evidence. Especially recently. The place is flooded with evidence of people being mistreated, especially women. So, let's not pretend that's not happening. However... I just, that's a wee kind of a side note in my head because I can't help but think of that, uh, you know, when it comes to this stuff because I'm, I am want the best for everybody. But look, Valerie, Valerie's fallen off her bike. How the hell did you manage that? And how did you get two black eyes falling off a bike? Did you go right over the front? I'm, I'm asking that as if you can answer me. Um, Valerie, I'll tell you what I think. And again, this is just me. But I wouldn't be in the business of trying to hide them. I would be main in the business of letting things take their course you see I like to let things flow natural like so if I've got a black eye I want that to just take its natural way and I'll do everything I can to keep it as healthy as possible and give it the best chance of healing but one thing I'm not going to do unless of course I was going to a very specific type of event say a wedding and i was at, going to be at the top table or something i would of course make an effort to cover it up i'm afraid i don't have any makeup tips for you valerie if that's what you're after <laughs> but what i would do apart from those rare circumstances where i need to you know a- a- appear in public do you know what i mean i a- a- do or something i would just let it be so i would darling i would let it be because that for me I, my instinct tells me the quicker you do that, the mere you do that, the quicker it's going to heal, you let it be natural the way it's meant to be, you see all too often we as human beings are interfering with the natural world, that's why we're in the mess we're in with the natural world with resources and everything, because we are in, we take everything that we can for ourselves and then we leave it you know, barren or whatever, empty um, and we've a tendency of doing that, with a lot of things, we do it in reality with the world but we do it metaphorically as well I think um, and I know you're only talking about a wee, <laughs> a wee injury and I have a tendency to go off on a wee tangent and talk about the world and my beliefs and all that but that's what this is about um, so I think all too often we don't let things just be the way they are you know as soon as we feel something we say oh I shouldn't feel like this I need to change it no because I'll tell you what the evidence is for that being wrong. you feel like this there's your evidence. You already feel like it. What are you going to do? Look, if there's positive action to be taken, if there's somebody you need to speak to, a truth that needs spoken, or a problem that needs hashed out, marvellous. Take positive action. But see if, you, if you're if you feeling in a wee slump and you just don't know why. We're all running to try and fix it. What can I take? Oh, parateamol and smoothies and then a ray running about on a bike and all that. Sometimes you just feel a way that you do. And you just need to feel that way until you don't feel like it anymore. And the same is often true of a small injury or a wee twinge or something. Sometimes the back's a wee bit funny and you just take it easy. Sometimes you've got a black eye and you let it heal. So Valerie, as crazy <laughs> as that might sound, that is my advice to you, is let it be. You know? John Lennon said it, didn't he? Um, so I, And that's... You know, as usual, the takeaways for this show are, let things be, let go and let them be as they are. And of course, the other one, open and honest communication. What else can I tell you? That's the way to live our lives. If you ask me, and you have, you've asked me. By coming along and listening to my wee programme, you have asked me. Now, I want to thank you all for calling in. Remember, if you want to call in 0141 280 5141. Catch me on the social media and you know all about that. I want to thank Clydebank Community Radio for hosting me and I want to thank young Matthew Reed. Thank you Matthew for all his hard work and until next week when we'll have another wee programme, another wee half an hour that we'll spend together I just urge you to be kind to each other be open and honest and look after yourself. Ta-ta!